This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. We're going to go kind of fast and furious today. You notice the, the pace is a little bit faster today. It's actually a lot like I used to do things. Um, I want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. Go to rbcarcompany.com if you're looking for a used vehicle. We're also live streaming at dlive.tv slash Casey the host. And I've thrown on the ultra dork glasses. So I've got my UV glasses on right now because I've been snow blind all day. Uh, <laughs> made the mistake of looking out the window earlier a couple of times without without shades and uh, didn't realize it but uh, affected my vision for the better part of the day started to get better but now staring at this huge monitor of mine uh, the uv glasses i was using it when i was editing videos earlier my eyes felt a lot better so i just popped them back on so if you want to see me look like an absolute and total nerd not that there's anything wrong with that i love nerds uh, you can go do that at dlive.tv slash casey the host uh, Kevin Sorbo, some of you might know him as Hercules. Those of us who are your superiors know him as Captain Ethan Hunt from Andromeda. Uh, Hercules has, his Facebook page was deleted by Facebook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another day, another conservative censored on Facebook. I've been wanting to get Kevin Sorbo on the show forever. I just didn't really know what I wanted to talk to him about. Now I've got an excuse. I can have him on. I think I could probably get Gina Carano on now, too. I was trying to get her on when she was on The Mandalorian, but now that uh, she's not on The Mandalorian and she's doing the Daily Wire thing, it's even better. So I've got to reach out to her. Uh, so anyway... Another day, another conservative censored on Facebook. This time, Hercules said that his account got censored. Kevin Sorbo, known for his uh, role in the TV series Hercules, The Legendary Journey, said that Facebook deleted his account, making him only the latest victim of Facebook's campaign against the right. Now, again, uh, a lot of you will know him as Hercules, but those of us who are superior to you know him as Captain... Uh, did I say Ethan Hunt? I, I got that wrong. That was That's Mission Impossible. What the heck's wrong with me? Never mind. I'm, I guess I'm not your superior anymore. Uh, so anyway, you know him as the captain from Andromeda, which is, <laughs> which is great. Um, Facebook has deleted my official account with over 500,000 followers. I have created a new page. Spread the word. Uh, so he, he tweeted this on Twitter. So Twitter didn't take him down, but Facebook did. He also linked to his new Facebook page, uh, his new account, I should say, which is down. <laughs> so I'm staring at it right now, and everybody on my D Live is staring at it. Like, what in the world is going on? Uh, he also performed in movies such as Soul Surfer, God's Not Dead, and uh, Let There Be Light. Let There Be Light wasn't that his um, his project here like two years ago? I think that was one of his projects here a couple of years ago. Uh, wouldn't it be something, though, if the Daily Wire, who has now gotten in on movie making, if the Daily Wire brings in Gina Carano, Eliza Dushku, they bring in Kevin Sorbo, um, you can bring in, um, oh, God, who's the guy that played uh, Superman? Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Oh, he's awesome. Um, sorry. I clearly need food. And anyway, so, you know, they bring in some of these folks who are kind of blacklisted or relegated to like b-movie roles and things like that that they can go ahead and they can bring in hey thank you sam i appreciate that sam and barry got a dean kane dean kane's awesome too by the way um and dean kane is one of the few celebrities when i was on twitter that he and i would actually kind of chit chat back and forth and and um and have a, a rapport with so 
But, um, yeah, Dean Kane's fantastic. Wouldn't it be great if, like, they brought in all of these people that just, you know, they're famous. People want to see them. They're just not allowed because they've basically been blacklisted. That would be that would be interesting. And the Daily Wire, somebody said Daily Wire is taken off. They are. And here's the thing. I mean, their first movie, um, I haven't seen it yet, but just the trailer. The trailer is great. And they got real big names to do it. You know, I, good for them. Uh, the fact that they're getting some some of these prominent people in there uh, to go ahead and do these do these roles, I think that, that that's that means a lot. It really does because now you're just not launching from you know you have some star power to draw from, and that's uh, that's great for them. Plus, the production quality has been fantastic. So, uh, what else do we have here? Um, <clears throat> recently, Facebook uh, cracked down on everything from COVID nineteen to questions regarding the validity of the 2020 presidential election. Uh, it has been really funny kind of watching everybody pitch a fit about all of their posts that were censored by Facebook when they were pointing out that uh, Cuomo in New York was sending sick, pe- sick people back into nursing homes. Cuomo, he did his little press conference yesterday, lied about it again. And again, we, we go back several months where we actually were reading to you the statements from nursing home facilities. Cuomo previously had made this lie, and this is all connected, so I'm not getting off topic, but... Uh, Cuomo had previously lied and said, I didn't force any nursing homes to take any sick people. That's that's not true. Yes, it is true. And we had several nursing home um, nursing. Well, I guess whoever was speaking on their behalf, that the nursing homes in New York said it was very clear to us that we were required to take them, whether we had the capability to care for them or not. And they made it a plausible deniability situation where Cuomo and New York was basically saying that these nursing homes said, we can care for them, absolutely. But from the nursing home's perspective, they weren't given a choice. So even if they felt that they couldn't do it properly, they were being forced into it. That's months old. That's like six months old. And so here we go. We find out, we get all of the discoveries and everything else. We're going to get into the Southern District of New York and why he might be in big, big, big trouble here in a minute. Um, But again, it just kind of comes into all of those posts which were highlighting that, hey, the nursing homes are telling you that Cuomo required them to take these sick patients. And Facebook was taking all those posts out. They were censoring every single one of them. And so now it's been really interesting now that we know that Cuomo had been lying about nursing home death numbers and has been hiding it. Uh, We've got an admission from his like chief executive that this is happening. You know, all of those posts that have been removed were actually accurate all of the protests and everything else uh, crowder had that protest in michigan and they censored all all that stuff was accurate 100 percent of it was was true but facebook again going through and censoring it i would also like to remind everybody if you are a member of the cult of mask friendly reminder that facebook censored and took down posts that were promoting the wearing of masks at the beginning of the pandemic they actually forbid you from selling masks through their platform or advertising the selling of masks on their platform. So if you had a company that maybe had an Etsy shop and you were making masks for people to wear since you couldn't get any of the uh, surgical masks at the time, remember, they're all gone. They, uh, they actually, Facebook was, was forbidding anybody from promoting the fact that they made or sold masks. So any, any mask post was being taken down. So if you are in the cult of masks, and you are still naive enough to believe that if people had just worn masks, we would all be alive now. 
then you really owe a lot of blame towards Facebook because Facebook prevented early on people having access to masks. <laughs> they deleted anything that promoted mask use. They deleted any masks for sale. They, they removed all references to where you could get them. So for weeks, Facebook was actively preventing people from finding masks to even wear. Of course, now if you say you shouldn't wear a mask, Facebook takes those posts down. This is the problem. The people at Facebook don't know anything. They have no knowledge, no expertise, absolutely no information whatsoever that, that would put them in a position to censor any of these types of posts. But yet they do it anyway. Again, that's that narcissism that we have. Oh, I have a social media account. Therefore, my ignorant opinion, which doesn't have any value because I don't know anything about it, is still just as important as the most prestigious expert in the field. And that's what we run into. So Facebook also reportedly suspended a Bible professor for seven days following a post criticizing Biden's new policies towards transgender individuals and, ironically, uh, Facebook censorship. So one of the, the funny things about it is, is that when you uh, post about being censored on a platform, they inevitably censor that post. <laughs> That's how Gina Carano got fired. She got fired for saying conservatives were being canceled simply because of their political beliefs. Oh, and by the way, something really similar happened in the 1920s and they proved her point for her. Uh, so anyway, the new, the new uh, page that Sorbo linked to in his tweet doesn't work. So it's, it's like his new one is not officially working either. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> he's Kevin Sorbo. Like you really, you really need to take Kevin Sorbo down. I mean, he's a conservative, but Kevin Sorbo is not, he, he's not, uh, well, I, he's not confrontational or shocking in any way. He's. He's very Mike Rowe-esque in the way that he posts things. Uh, he, he just he doesn't attack, if you will. He doesn't get personal or anything like that. He just, you know, he's not James Woods, who I love, by the way. Uh, but Kevin Sorbo is pretty pretty tame, and yet they've taken down not one but two of his his uh, pages now. Kevin Sorbo, really? That's as I've said before. This is a part of the culture war. So I posted um, yesterday, and the video is up on Rumble and on Odyssey. And um, if it's Eliza Dushku, um, Eliza Dushku is uh, an actress. She was massive back in the '90s, um, and was expected to be one of the young starlets to kind of take over Hollywood. And she ended up struggling, right? She did that. Uh, she was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She had that uh, popular, underrated show, Dollhouse. Um, which was like ended up being like a really big kind of a launching platform for her, but th there was a problem. Um, she was abused and she told everybody right away. And you're not allowed to tell everybody that powerful men in Hollywood abused you. And so she was blacklisted for a while. So she's done little things here and there, but her career basically kind of got sidetracked as a result of her speaking out about her abusers. Well, one of her abusers happened to be Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, the famous, uh, the famous director, producer of comic book films and things of that nature, who had been fired for uh, abusing staff and, and some of the tweets and things like that that he put out there. Um, well, Disney hired him back. They fired Gina Carano, but they hired Joss Whedon back. And I, I went through a whole 
whole spiel where I told you that, you know, they're okay with abusive people. They're okay with really horrendously awful people because as long as they're effective at their job and their job is to, one, make money, and two, solidify the messaging of the left through those those uh, art mediums, then they, they'll, they'll be okay with it. They'll hang out with Joss Whedon. They don't care how many staffers he abuses. They don't care um, what his reputation is and if anybody wants to work with him. He's effective at what he does. And so they'll keep him. But if you're nice but have a differing political opinion, they'll let you go as soon as they can because you don't help the cause. You damage the cause by becoming popular. And that's what Gina Carano's problem was. Gina Carano got really popular. Her character's very popular. And she didn't toe the line. So they're okay with having an abusive, horrendously awful person like Joss Whedon working for them, but they're not okay with having, by all accounts, a very nice person that everybody got along with. Even Pedro Pascal, the star of The Mandalorian, who's a huge liberal himself, he's still defended her several times previously. Um, they, They don't want her around. And a lot of people pointed this out and pointed out other people who Disney is paying a lot of money to who have said far worse things or similar things um, than what Gina Carano was saying, although they were targeting individuals. She didn't actually target anybody. But the reason that this is important is because Eliza Dushku came out to defend somebody else who came out because, again, the Joss Whedon thing came up. As people pointed out, well, you're going to fire Gina Carano, but you rehired Joss Whedon? Really? Gina Carano hasn't abused people. Joss Whedon has. So your moral compass is way off way off and as a result of bringing joss whedon back up several of the people who used to work for him have come forward to repeat or make new claims about his abuse and eliza dushku came to the support of one of those people and pointed out that he abused me also and Sarah Michelle Geller has now come out and supported Eliza Dushku. <laughs> so we've got all of these, these famous Hollywood starlets now who used to be huge, huge, huge names and are less so uh, these days who are now coming out and pointing, yeah, Joss Whedon's a, a heaping pile of trash. And how dare you hire him back while firing this other person? So this is, folks, one comment on Facebook was like, this is silly. This is like the, the National... No, it's not like the National Enquirer. I got news for you. If you don't think these stories are important, you are wonderfully naive, and you're the reason that the right is losing the culture war. These things are extremely important. In fact, the culture war is everything. You lose the culture war, you lose the culture. You lose the culture, you lose the country. And the manipulation of the culture war through these leftists in Hollywood and elsewhere, that is the primary reason that you are seeing an erosion of values in this nation. So if you think it's not a big deal, you are clueless. And you'd better wise up because you're fighting the wrong battles on the wrong battlefield. The culture war is extremely important. And having Kevin Sorbo and having Dean Kane and having uh, James Woods and Gina Carano and Eliza Dushku and Sarah Michelle Gellar and a bunch of these other people be censored simply because they have a disagreement with the leftist narrative in Hollywood is a huge, huge battlefield that you need to be engaged in. Otherwise, you're just seeding the entire 
conflict tonight. If you got more coming up, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Michiana's News Channel. Yeah, I wasn't at all confused there, Joe. Not. <laughs> I was like, God, do I have to get out of here already? Um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I get a lot of questions. I, I don't know if it's just, you know, new people kind of coming through and, you know, they're hearing about the CBD for the very first time. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. By the way, that's great. That's wonderful. Uh, if you are, I know that we're, we're constantly growing in all of our mediums, whether it's here on 95.3 MNC, the uh, the live streaming through the uh, website or the apps, uh, also you know the video stream that we do every single day on D Live. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, there's a lot of folks who ask me some some questions about the CBD that I use, and I was just uh, actually using the uh, CBD vape here during the commercial break, um, which I've been using the past couple of days to great effect. By the way, I've been very very happy with it. Um, but if you if you have minor aches and pains, right? So let's just say you've got you know some kind of like a nagging pain that happens, or you're constantly pulling a specific muscle or something of that nature, um, then this lotion is perfect. This is full spectrum CBD. You get up to a, a thousand milligrams. Okay, it is made in the U.S. It is an American-owned company. It is a veteran-owned company. It is a local company from here in Michiana, and the product is just high quality. Uh, when they first approached me, I, I know the owners of the uh, the business. When when she first approached me, she said, "Look, we were reselling somebody else's, and you know because of our supply chain, we decided to look into how much it would cost to, to do it ourselves, and um, it." basically what she said is the markup that other people have on this is ridiculous and we knew that we could make a better product for less money because the margins were so insane so they did that's why the all natural cbd.org lotion is much less than its competitor creams and oils yet you get more full spectrum cbd higher quality cbd and you get a larger bottle of the cbd at, at a lower price this is an American-made product, and you're paying less than all of the competition, some of which is not made in, in the country. So this is a great product. You rub it on where it hurts. Within three minutes or so, you start getting relief. It really is that fast. Go to allnaturalcbd.org, promo code KC10 to save 10%. Allnaturalcbd.org, promo code KC10. All right. Uh, we have a lot to cover. Uh, we're going to get into Bank of America next. Bank of America is targeting gun owners again. So we'll get to that coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Casey Hendrickson. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. So I was just sharing with the live stream. A, um, it's, we were talking about the weather, right? We're talking about the snow. And, of course, there's always somebody like, hey, guys, it's winter. It happens every year, <laughs> which is true, right? We've had a really mild winter. So everything has been, yeah, everything has been great. Um, and and I, I was just I was wondering, like, oh, man, those last couple of weeks of February, man, we're going to get nailed Sure enough, here we go. We'll probably get snow into March this year. Uh, but overall, it's been really mild. I mean, we've been very, very lucky. Now, the problem with that is that this is like the one year where the snow could have been out of control and we would have been fine because, like, people are stuck in their house. Uh, but I was just telling everybody about all my friends who are from Las Vegas and, and things like that. They're all moving around the country, right? 
So I've got some friends who left Las Vegas that went to Texas. And now they're without power and there's a ton of snow and they're like, we weren't expecting this. Like, what do we do? They have no idea, you know, how to react. Um, I've got another friend in radio who's from Las Vegas and he's now in Idaho and he's had his first snow and he, (laughs) I I love him, but he he posted on his Facebook page, uh, he, he cleared his driveway and I, he had maybe like an inch, maybe, maybe an inch and a half. Right. So he cleared his driveway and he was so proud. He posted it on Facebook and he's like, for a Vegas boy, this seems like it's a pretty good job. And of course you look at his neighbors and his neighbors are like, they just did the bare minimum to be able to function. And I swear to God, I just showed it to my live stream. They didn't believe me, but it looks like he did edging around his driveway. <laughs> like it looks like it's perfect. Okay. It is absolutely flawless. It looks like he's got a heated driveway and it just melted the snow with the normal grid pattern. That's what it looks like. It's absolutely hysterical. And so everybody's like, I wanted to comment, right? I wanted to rain on his parade just because that's the kind of friend that I am, but I didn't, I just hit the like button and I moved on and I'm like, he's going to learn on his own. Just like I did. Because uh, the first couple of snows that we had to, I was that way. I, I've got OCD. Most of you know that. I mean, it was perfect. It was pristine. There was not a speck of ice left anywhere on my on my driveway. It was just one of those things, right? And of course, you learn real quick. Wow, that's a waste of time and effort. But it's absolutely perfect. I don't think I've ever seen anybody achieve an edge line so sharp and so flawless after shoveling their snow as what he achieved in his newly found obsession in Idaho. Uh, but I, I wonder what he's, uh, yeah, I wonder what it's like for him today. That's a great question. So I just showed that picture to the live stream just so they could get a kick out of it because I don't think people could appreciate exactly how, how uh, it's, yeah, it's like, it's perfectionist type OCD stuff. Absolutely flawless. I've never seen anything like it. Bank of America is selling out gun owners again and still. That is the headline over at The Truth About Guns. Now, we've talked about Bank of America here recently um, turning over to the feds any and all information about Bank of America customers who were in Washington, D.C., purchased tickets to Washington, D.C., rented vehicles, or bought even food in Washington, D.C. in the week up to and the week after what happened on January 6th. And they turned it over to the feds without a warrant, okay? So they narked on their customers without due process, just cause, no warrant, anything else, simply because the feds asked. Now, this is not the first time that we've run into Bank of America and other financial institutions doing this. Bank of America's position is uh, we had to, we have to abide by the law. The problem is there isn't a law. There isn't a, now, if the feds come in and say, we have a warrant for these specific accounts, then yeah, you've got to turn those records over. But the federal government basically said, hey, did any of your customers... You know, did they buy tickets to Washington, D.C. or from Washington, D.C.? Did they get hotels? Did they buy food in Washington, D.C.? Can you flag all of those people for us and send us all of their information? That's what happened. So basically, the feds just did exactly what they do in totalitarian countries. They went to the financial institution and said, everybody who did something that we find suspicious, flag all of them and give them our information. Right now, this is a real problem because you start running into... Uh, these financial institutions, which are now going to start flagging, oh, I don't know, gun purchases, maybe ammo purchases, maybe anything else, whatever they want to do. And what ends up happening, since we know that the FBI 
And we know that the federal law enforcement apparatus can be weaponized against people of certain political affiliations. What happens if, oh, I don't know, a politician maybe goes to an adult store? Maybe they go to a strip club, which happens all the time, for the record. And now you've got the feds going, hey, you know, any of your customers, um, you know, any of them, maybe with this zip code, if they're looking at a specific person, anyone in this zip code, you know, they go to like a strip club or, or they go to an adult novelty store. And you get us that information. And then, of course, the financial institution just turns it over. Well, now you might have dirt that could be used in a political campaign against a, a particular candidate, right? And I know that that's kind of an outlandish example, but I'm just using this to kind of highlight stuff based on political scandals that have happened happened in the past. So Bank of America, this is Larry Keene over the truth about guns. Bank of America, it turns out, is selling out their customers who bought guns or ammo to federal authorities. Now, if you go back, okay, if you go back to what I was saying when they were asking for information about travel to and from and purchases within Washington, D.C., right around the 6th of January, I said, look out for them to ask about guns. Yeah, here they go. They're doing it. Uh, people who should be investigated for ties to the criminal acts witness on Capitol Hill on January 6th. Okay, so again, that's the justification. Uh, Tucker Carlson uncovered evidence Bank of America is turning over private transaction records of its customers to federal investigators that it believes need to be probed for extremism or even domestic terrorism. Now, a friendly reminder. 20 of the people who are arrested and charged with what happened at the Capitol are anti-Trump activists who have ties to Antifa and BLM. So it's not just Trump supporters. The chilling move by the second largest corporate bank in America with over uh, 60 million customers and $2.6 trillion in assets was this. Customers confirmed as transacting either through bank or debit cards uh, purchases in Washington, D.C. We talked about that already. Uh, Airbnbs, we talked about that. Purchase of any weapons or weapons-related merchants between uh, January 7th and their upcoming suspected stay on in, in D.C. around Inauguration Day. Now, this is where things get interesting because we're not talking about what happened on the 6th. Now, we are talking... Now, around the 6th, there's some people who have excused this who don't fully understand how horrendously abusive the federal government going to a financial institution and saying, hey, um, anybody who is in D.C. is now a suspect uh, for what happened at the Capitol, considering a fraction of a fraction of a percent actually stormed into the Capitol building who were there uh, in D.C. for, for uh, you know hearing the president speak and that sort of stuff. But then they went in, they said, anybody who is buying guns from January 7th up to Inauguration Day, we want all of their information too. Now, you have to understand something. The threat assessment that was re released by the federal government about the inauguration showed no credible threats had been identified in any area. Cyber, in-person, domestic terrorism, uh, external extremism, not, there was no credible threats ever identified. The media was lying to you by pointing out that there was these threats out there and that the federal government needed the National Guard and they needed to go ahead and investigate these people. So essentially, what they did is that they're just investigating anybody after the events of the 6th who bought a plane ticket and who may have purchased a gun around D.C. or 
may have participated in getting hotel rooms. This is all not related to the 6th. This is all related to the inauguration for which nothing happened. Get it? This is an awful lot. And I know that we made this uh, this comparison before, but this is an awful lot. Like having those pro-gun rallies and then the police department showing up and videotaping every license plate of every vehicle that is there so they could throw it into a database of pro-gun activists likely to have firearms. This is very problematic. This is exactly how things go south real quick. And they're doing it again without any crime having been committed. More coming up, Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Governor Cuomo might be in some big trouble. And I, I mentioned, obviously, some of the stuff he went through and he lied at his press conference. Uh, this week about the nursing home fiasco. But what's interesting about this is that Melissa DeRosa, who is the assistant who actually outed him, I don't think she meant to, but she did. So her mom or her mother-in-law, Audrey Strauss, is the head of the Department of Justice's Southern District of New York. Oh, my now, you have to understand something. Um, there's a little deflection in trying to kind of hide from you, like, what this story is actually about. The first thing is that, you know, was it really dangerous to put people who had COVID into nursing homes? And is it fair for, for you to assume that they should have known that? Considering we all knew that at the time when we found out about it and it became a big story both in New York and in Michigan and in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, it's pretty crystal clear. Plus, we also had the CDC guidelines at the time, which specifically said not to do that. And he's still citing the CDC and the WHO and everything else as giving examples of why he was justified in putting them in nursing homes, which doesn't hold water. But beyond that, you have to understand that him putting them in the nursing homes is really the smallest aspect of all of this. The bigger issue is that he intentionally fudged the COVID numbers. The state COVID numbers. He actually manipulated the state COVID numbers to hide half of the nursing home deaths. To pretend they didn't even exist. Obviously, this is the bigger story. Now, I, I get why people are focusing on him putting them there to begin with. And that's obviously a big aspect of it and has been for a long, long time. But he got caught now lying about how many people died in nursing homes and that might very well be a serious crime they're looking at it now and so the southern district of new york the assistant melissa de rosa who admitted to this um they're calling it obstruction of justice i don't know if that's legally good that's on um the gateway pundit here i don't know if that's legally established but um but again her mother-in-law runs the southern district of new york that may not be very good. We'll have to see. Maybe it helps him. I don't know. Maybe she feels really bad about whistleblowing on her, her boss that she didn't intend to whistleblow on. But remember, her premise of why we hid those numbers is we didn't want Trump to use those numbers against us. So you hid deaths. You hid the cause of those deaths. All to manipulate federal aid. 
and to manipulate an election, by the way. More coming up, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.